But yeah, I mean, God, it's so tedious. What The amount of casting calls that you see where, you know, for women under a certain age, it's prostitute, girlfriend, and then over a certain age, it's just mum. Do you know what I mean? And that's, and, and or it's a case of your character brief is written as so-and-so's girlfriend who does this, this, and this, and not a person in your own right. And I just think, well, for a start, there are fewer roles for women. And I remember my head of drama when I was at university saying, because he was an actor as well, whenever he'd get CVs from young actors, the female actors had far fewer credits, but they were much, much better. And the male actors would have a heap of credits, but just not up to scratch of what, because there's just, there's more work there. I mean... Yeah, I, I also think a lot of the um, the shift towards having more interesting female characters comes from having more women writing and more women directing and editing as well and cinematography because all that shapes what you're watching. It's not just yeah, the it's not just the actors. Actors. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You're really choosy about what you do. Do you know what it is though? It's as I've got older and I'm mid thirties now stuff gets more interesting because I think it's this obsession with youth that you're kind of past it by the time you're about 22 <laughs> which right. is really tragic and obviously not true but once you're kind of escape from that bracket of being like the hot young thing it kind of gets a bit more interesting it's really you cool you, I mean? you get freedom yeah you get freedom and you're not in a way you're kind of out of that bracket of being the lead you know the female lead in a lot of cases, but I think I'd rather play an interesting sporting character. Oh, isn't she lovely? No, I want there to be like a series of Molly films, like Lassie, but yeah. Molly takes Manhattan or something. <laughs> You're very pretty. And um, I failed on the script front because I keep all my scripts kind of for sentimental value, but they're in a box. Oh, like somewhere. I've even got like my butterfly tattoo script from 11 years ago, which is my first acting gig. Yeah, my yeah. Own script, which I've like annotated. Mm. Oh, it's okay. Don't worry. Doesn't matter at all. Should I get rid of her? You and then can... Yeah, I'm sorry. I, yeah. I literally <laughs> won't be able to talk to you because she's so lovely. Okay. Oh, bye, Molly. Thank you for coming. We're in your photography studio. Yeah. For people who might want to get into photography, let's run through real quick. What equipment do they need? They're beginning from nothing. What type of things would you recommend them getting? I would say with photography, you can spend thousands and thousands of pounds and still not take good photos. Or you can have quite a basic... I mean, you can have an iPhone and take great pictures. It's, it's about your eye. I think the thing with photography, where it's changed even since I've been doing it, is people always have cameras with them and the iPhone cameras have got so good why would people want to hire you when they can take good pictures themselves like what have you got to offer and it's going to be your eye probably over your equipment but i would say i shoot nikon you just need a decent i mean god there's so many my first few cameras were all secondhand a decent camera if you've got a 24 to 70 lens a 70 to 200 lens 
that should cover you. So if I'm doing like an event or a wedding, I'll have those two cameras on like a holster, kind of look like a strange cowboy. <laughs> Just like grab whichever camera because then you don't have to faff around changing lenses. And then you're kind of covered for everything. And then there's a really nice portrait lens. I've got an 85mm, which I like. And then I do a lot of natural light photography. And I also, I really like music photography. And one of the reasons I really like it is because in venues, you just get amazing lighting. You don't need to spend loads and loads of money. You just need a handful of decent lenses. It's, it's mu- as much the lenses as the camera. Um, like headshot photography, which is what I mostly do. It's like so much of it is about bringing, well, relaxing people. Yes. And bringing out what you want to see on camera. So, and I find it especially with kids because they're just so instinctive. You know, if you're doing headshots for kids, if you if you want someone to smile in a headshot, you need to make them laugh, right? You can't just say smile. It's not the same. And you need to know the kind of tricks to bring about different looks, whether that's a vulnerability or whether that's a really strong headshot. I wasn't, we weren't huge TV people. My parents were big theatre goers. Yeah, I think the first thing I remember really clearly was The Merchant of Venice, which I'm actually named after the Jessica in that. I've got a sister called Portia. I think I was about seven watching that. There's things I remember really vividly. So they had made a canal between the audience and the stage and filled it during one of the love scenes with loads of tea lights. And I just remember it being really magical. And I remember the three caskets hanging, you know, on the stage. And I definitely my first Shakespeare I saw and just being really like not really understanding it all because I was quite young but just being completely it was magical okay auditions for people out there and actors who might be out to start their first audition they don't really know what to expect what advice can you give them what to wear what time to arrive okay well I would say aim to arrive at least half an hour early and go for a coffee around the corner because it's nothing worse than being really stressed that you're going to be late that is an extra element of stress you don't need it takes forever to get anywhere in London allow extra time dress I would say you always need to hint at the character but hint and I know my husband he does a lot of commercials he has had an actor come in he was casting for a medieval themed commercial and he did have someone come in in full (laughs) armour but he was really good and he got the job so it can go either way I wouldn't suggest it auditions are such a mixed bag I think it's just preparation it's really easy to go over your sides and learn your lines and think about your character but I would say actually perform do you know what I mean? because there's a difference between just running your lines to yourself and then if the first time you're really performing it is in the audition you'll probably make mistakes whereas if you've done it as is as you would in an audition situation then you'll be more prepared because it's so different being in that scenario I just think enjoy it I mean that's easier said than done I get really nervous for auditions how do the nerves manifest themselves I just think I get to in my head I think it's partly as I've got older and and especially now I'm a parent just have no time and I'm just busier that I tend to not overthink things too much and I think I'm a better actor for it. If ever I perform somewhere I try to know as little as possible about the venue beforehand because yeah. I'm hopelessly romantic about And you build theaters. it up into like a big thing. Yeah and like, I, like I, and I used to read like every single thing that's ever been on there. Yeah. Like you'd go on stage and you'd choke. Yeah. Yeah. And then now like I, I don't know anything and then like 
afterwards, once it's all done, I kind of look it up and it's much more positive because yeah. at least you can go in and like objectively see it. Actually, this stage is a bit rubbish. There's tape on the floor. Yeah. And, like, <laughs> it's just a stage. All you can kind of cope with it. There's still like fire exits. You can say like, it's just ordinary and I could deal with it. Yeah. Whereas like history, I find quite intimidating. I know what you mean. And I think in a way it's good to not care too much. I don't know if that sounds really bad, but like I think the desperation does really come across in auditions. And it's so stressful, especially with commercials, because as an actor, it's commercials that pay you a decent wadge of money. It's, it's not doing theatre. And you can put so much pressure on yourself financially. And, it, and then you get this casting for a commercial that's thousands of pounds and you kind of think, oh my God, this would just... I, I would survive if I get this job and you place all this importance on getting this job it's completely out of your hands especially with a commercial it really is just does your face fit are you a nice human being that would fit in and work well on set can you take direction and I just think as I've got older I've just got more relaxed and I think it's better <laughs> Do you get nervous if people come to see you perform? Yeah, yeah. Especially opening nights, I generally hate. I just think of getting through it and then I'll enjoy the rest of the run. And it's nice if you've got a decent length of run because every night, every night is different, isn't it? Do I get nervous? Yeah, I. if friends come to see me, I'd rather not know they're in the audience. Because I think when it's people that don't know you, it's easier for them to suspend disbelief. But when it's someone that does know you, you have the extra job of persuading them that this is not you, this is your character. And I think the biggest compliment I've ever had as an actor came from my husband's sister who was about 10 at the time and she'd watched a film that I'd done and someone had said to her oh so was it weird seeing Jess you know on the cinema and she said well no it wasn't Jess it was Jenny which is my character's name and I was like and that's very sweet when it comes from like a 10 year old that doesn't really perfect they got it's it brilliantly summarised yeah I do find it really nerve wracking when my parents come and watch something because I just I find it, I, I just feel like I have so much to prove to them. And that matters as much now? Yeah, kind of, because, I mean, they're great and they're really supportive and they do come and watch everything I do, but at the same time, I know they would much rather I went and got a much more sensible job, <laughs> even now. And so, yeah, there is that kind of needing to prove something and would your parents comment openly if they didn't enjoy your performance that's a good question i mean i know they've not liked everything i've done and that's fine and i would rather people say and i can pick up when someone's bullshitting and telling you how fabulous something was if they've hated it and i would much rather they said that's not really for me because that's fine and i think especially with the play if someone doesn't enjoy it it's not necessarily that they've hated your performance it's they exist as a whole thing so i find it actually more nerve-wracking submitting writing in a way because that feels like more personal than if you're interpreting someone else's words and it's pre-considered and you're saying this this is the best I can offer. Yeah. Whereas if you're doing a performance and people turn up and they don't like it, well, you, you're, you're you kind of got the of caveat it. that you've got like an escape route in that it could have been <laughs> yeah. that night. Quickfire questions. Yeah, yeah. And we're going to wrap up. Yeah. The, are you scared of the dark? No, I like it. It's calm. If you get to the pearly gates and it turns out that God does exist. Yeah. Are you going to feel content? Uh, yeah. And what's your favourite swear word? 
fuck. Are you good at what you do artistically? Are you good at what you do? I hope so. What mistakes do people make about you? Um, I think people underestimate me slightly and think I can be a pushover, which I can be, but I can also yeah, you're, you're be brave and assertive. And... Yeah. Um, I think people maybe write me off slightly for being, I don't know, just a dumb blonde. Oh, <laughs> well, that's... I don't think it's true. Well, this interview certainly proves that that's not. Okay. Um, describe yourself in one word. Oh, God. At the moment, I'm going to say mum just because they're still really young and I know that being a mum doesn't stop you from being lots of other things and I don't want to just be a mum because I think I am a fully rounded human being however especially as they're both just teething and really having a separation anxiety phase it's just really all-encompassing and it's quite hard to I'm not I don't think I'm quite at the stage of you know stepping out of that mum bracket I feel like that's my kind of all day every day at the moment which I know will change and you know it will shift and but at the moment yeah mom. oh that's lovely well they're very lucky to have you and um you. describe me in one word fun and I would say kind if I yeah I don't think I could narrow it down to one I'd say oh, well, fun and kind oh well that's very very sweet of you and yeah. um, thank you very much thank you for having me <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.